Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. How are all you election deniers doing today? How are all you threats to democracy doing today? How are y'all? How are all you authoritarian, Nazi, black people hating, election denying, threats to democracy doing today? Huh? CBS News, um, which I don't watch. I, I don't watch any network TV at this point. You know why? Because it sucks. <laughs> Whether it's the news or it's the programming, it just sucks. But uh, you know, Biden was out there talking about election deniers on the tickets across the country. And so CBS uh, on Thursday, yesterday morning, CBS Mornings had Scott McFarlane out there. And they now have a metric for what makes for an election denier. Oddly, none of which apply to any Democrats who have ever questioned uh, an election. Hillary Clinton. Let's see here. Uh, 590 Republican candidates. Of 590 Republican candidates, 308 were deemed election deniers by CBS. Which includes, and I'm reading directly from the Fox News story, 238 out of 436 GOP House candidates, 20 out of 36 GOP Senate candidates, and 20 out of 36 GOP gubernatorial candidates. Which means they're all election deniers, which means they're insurrectionists. And here's how they determine uh, if you're an election denier. If you ever questioned the legitimacy of Biden's election, if you ever said 2020 election, the, the 2020 election was stolen, if you've ever uttered these words, repeated disproven claims of fraud, signed on, if you signed on to the Texas lawsuit to overturn the 2020 election, if you objected to 2020 electoral, the, the electoral college count on January 6th, as well as supported, supported the 2020 audit, if you've done any of those things, you are an election denier. Unless you're a Democrat. Stacey Abrams, uh, Georgia gubernatorial candidate, who never conceded her 2018 defeat against Brian Kemp. Uh, let's go all the way back to 2001. Many Democrats back in the day rejected George Bush's electoral college victory. Barbara Lee, Sheila Jackson Lee, Maxine Waters. They were election deniers. Uh, 2005, 31 Democrats, including Benny Thompson, chairman of the January 6th Select Committee, and Majority Whip James Clyburn challenged President Bush's 2004 victory in in the state of Ohio specifically. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, then the minority leader, defended her colleagues at the time, saying they wanted to discuss the real problems of the electoral system and the failings of the process in Ohio and elsewhere. You ever notice that whenever they're losing or they think they're going to lose, they want to scrap the electoral college? Unless they're going to win, then they love the electoral college. Uh, Nadler, Jerry Nads, said Russia's interference in the 2016 election made Trump an illegitimate president. Uh, Hillary Clinton, for four years, called Trump an illegitimate president. But oddly, somehow, none of those folks were considered a threat to democracy. (laughs) 
it's great. It's great family fun when you can operate from several different standards at once. You know what I mean? You sort of pick and choose which standard you're going to use today based upon what you need to happen politically. You election deniers. You listening to me right now. You hate-filled, threatening, violent election deniers. It's going to be a fun day on Tuesday. Also, there's a uh, there's a full lunar eclipse expect, expected of the of the blood moon. It's going to be a blood moon, and we're going to have a full lunar eclipse. That's not biblical or nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's my frog and locust umbrella? You know. So uh, let's just get through this thing, man. Let's get out there and vote. Today's the last day for early voting. Yes, uh, you election deniers. And uh, I think I think my wife and I are going today. I'm not sure. Uh, if not, we'll just go on Tuesday. I think a lot of people are waiting for for Tuesday. Uh, and then we, ha- oh, I got to bring this up too because she's so icky. I didn't hear this story. Trey turned me on to this this story because I don't really follow Alexandria Orifice Cortez. But she's been going back and forth. Chick's rich, right? Chick is filthy, stinking rich in her public service. And she's bitching about an $8 fee for a blue check on Twitter. And her and Elon, I think she's got the hots for him. I think she wants him. They keep going back and forth on on Twitter, of all things, (laughs) about this $8 charge for the blue check. And she, she does one of her stupid, just one of her obnoxious videos where she's like, like, I can't, like, see my newsfeed, like, you know, she's one of those chicks where every other word is like, because she's an intellectual vacuum. And, James, I don't know how you are, Don, I don't know how you are, but people who eat loud and eat with their mouths open while they're talking drive me freaking crazy. It's, you're taught etiquette. It's so gross, man. I hate that. Oh, stop it. Now you're creeping me out. So she's, she does a stupid video where she's going off on Elon Musk while she's eating a freaking chicken nugget. And she's pulling little strands of flesh off the chicken nugget and shoving it in her mouth. And she's talking. You see crap in her mouth. Oh, God. What an icky little chick you are. I bet she smells bad. She looks like she smells. She looks like she doesn't know anything about personal hygiene. I don't want to watch her eat a carrot. Ugh. I don't want to watch her eat anything. I that's so gross. I guess she does. She think that's cool. <laughs> Look at me. I'm just like a normal person. I'm freaking eating while I'm talking. What's the old line? Do you like seafood? No. Then why do I have to see your food? <laughs> I can't stand that. When people are talking with their mouths open and they got food in there. And and then, uh, as Trey pointed out, uh, you know, she says she's never buying anything from Elon Musk again. But she owns a Tesla. You know, she want to run. She she's not going to pay an eight dollar uh, fee for a blue freaking check on her freaking Twitter account that fewer people even give a crap about. But she'll hop in her Tesla. Well, she's gnawing on her freaking chicken nugget. Like a, she eats chicken nuggets like a nine-year-old. Well, Do you know she, what I mean? She makes fun. Or of, if they're little dinosaur nuggets. She makes fun of the billionaire asking for eight dollars. Right. Well, I can make fun of the millionaire complaining about paying eight dollars. Right. 
$29 million, AOC. Well, she's eating the dinosaur-shaped chicken nugget. Eat the rich. Can we start with you? She, call, she calls them, <laughs> I bet she's one of those that calls them nuggies. Nuggies, I bet. I guess nuggies. I can eat my chicken nuggies. Do you know what I mean? Like a little kid, you know? Probably has a little sippy cup and she washes it or washes her nuggies down with. She uses, filled with fruit punch. She uses two hands. Uses two hands. Eating her nuggies and taking take sips from her sippy cup. Uh, she plays with her Lego blocks. Wait, that would require too much intelligence. And uh, Legos are masculine, Sean. That's right. Oh, I'm but you know, I'm an election denier and I hate women, obviously, so. God, I just want to do a. Vi- I'm going to do my video today where I'm just going. You are so freaking gross eating that freaking chicken nugget. Put it away, sweetheart. Save it for later. We don't. She looks like a cow eating chewing on cud. You know what I mean? Yes. She looks like a like a freaking cow chewing its cud. Teeth are huge. She, ugh, look at her just picking at it. Ah, oh, God, I'm not. I'm looking at it again. Oh, God. AOC, you're so you think you're so cute, and she's so freaking gross, man. And neither her or Beto can dance. Oh, don't! <laughs> Did you see that video? I said on my Facebook, uh, seeing Beto's TikTok dance totally changed. Oh yeah, my mind. I, I've totally changed my mind on abortion and everything else. Yes, now I'm flipping because <laughs> Beto did a little dance. Oh, I hate everything. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. I'm just in one of those moods where I hate everything. I bet his jeans are skinnier than AOC's. <laughs> I bet he eats nuggies too. He just has a domestic hand them hand them to him on like a little plate. Here are your nuggies, Mister Beto. Thanks, MF. Where's my honey mustard sauce? MF. <sighs> Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five. It's uh just kind of a free for all day. So whatever's on your mind. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Do you think it's gross when people eat with their mouths open and talk to you while they're chewing on their nuggies? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. The 2022 midterms. Stay connected and informed. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Let's just get her done. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Hillary Clinton says uh, evil election denying Republicans are trying to scare voters with this crime thing. In other words, it's not real. Big fat-ass Michael Moore is on MSNBC saying it's condescending to say that women care more about the economy than they do about abortion rights, which is in and of itself kind of condescending. Here's uh, Mark. Mark, how you doing? Hey, good, Sean. What what are you um, thinking? Man. Uh, the, the climate right now, it's crazy. Uh, you know, we're, we're going, uh, you know, elections on Tuesday and stuff. Everything is crazy. Hey, um, did you get a chance to watch Joe Biden last night? And uh, or was he speaking in uh, New Mexico? No, actually, he was in California campaigning for Mike Levin. Man, he was he was falling apart. I'm surprised he was actually giving a speech that late at night. But yeah, because that's when he starts sundowning, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they must have pumped him up full of meds to get him, you know. To maybe, uh, maybe a hunter swung by, you know, and perked him up yeah. a bit. 
but I, he was I, all over the place. He was falling apart. I, I, I mean, I just it was incredible to see it, you know, before my eyes the way he was stuttering, and then he would stutter and then go into another another topic and right. finish what he would talk about. Well, he, I mean, I mean, I hate to say because my mom is in dementia, later stages of dementia, and and I, so I've kind of watched the progression. I'm not saying he has it, but it sure as hell looks like he does. Uh, and I, I, between him and Fetterman, the people that surround Biden and who surround Fetterman, they keep shoving them out there because they care more about their political reality than they do, you know, the, the health of a loved one. It's just kind of sick to me because Biden, Biden ain't running the show and you know that somebody else is, he's not capable. He said he claimed for the second time he claimed he was a professor at the university of Pennsylvania, which he wasn't, he was an honorary, but he never taught a class. You know, he got paid like nine hundred thousand yeah. dollars just to have the claiming rights to you know being a honorary professor, and he was running with that again. I, Trey said he he was going off on Trump called the hammer guy a patriot or it was something like that, which never happened, of course. No, he ain't yeah, all there, I mean, man. Yeah, he's lost his mind, and I think it has to do with all the the, the cocaine he he snorted back in his back <laughs> in his earlier days. Because you know, like they say, like like father, like son, you know. Well, and I, I and, you know, Hunter got to be the way he is somehow, and uh, you know, Biden with if you know with the touching of the young girls and stuff, he did it again earlier in the week where he's putting a I voted sticker on some little girl, and it's just kind of creepy and weird. I, I think there's a whole lot we don't know about Joe Biden that would just disgust you. Ugh. So, yeah. all right, man, all I appreciate right. the call, dude. All right, bye bye. Rocks and roll. When I was vice president and when I was out of the office for four years when I was a professor and then now as president. You weren't a professor, dude. He gave a couple of speeches. That's all he did as an honorary professor. He just lies, lies. You know what it is? And again, I always hearken back to my ab psych days that, you know, narcissistic personality disorder, he fits that. Before the the senility and the possibly the Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever the hell is afflicting him, very obviously, before that kicked in, just as a, as a human being, he has always been a narcissistic personality. And a narcissistic personality routinely inflates stuff about their own life and makes crap up, which he does all the time, man. Because he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Let's just get it over with, man. Early voting stops. At, and so today's the last day for early voting, so if you want to do that, get out there and vote. I still believe a lot of people are waiting for Tuesday. Hopefully with this North Korean thing, World War III doesn't freaking break out over the next few days. Wouldn't that suck on, on Election Day itself? We were talking on Wearing Rhyme about China moving on Taiwan. Uh, you got mobilization along the DMZ between the Koreas because Korean, the North Koreans keep sh- lobbing missiles into the air. God knows, man. Let's talk to Sam. Sam, how you doing? Doing good. I hate to hear you. You're in a, in a I hate everything mood, man. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to need yourself a Hallmark weekend, a little Lacey Champagne. I, <laughs> Lacey! God, she's hot. She's so sweet and hot. You know what? She is Lacey Chabert. Is that her name? Oh, yeah. Uh. She's grown up. She's oh grown up. yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, what I do, what I'm doing, what I'm doing is I, I, my, my wife is hooked in now to all the Christmas movies. They're rolling all the Christmas movies already. And I actually have started watching some of this stuff because after, you know, especially after this week, I mean, it was a great week as far as baseball, but I was up late every night watching the games. Politically, it's been a circus. Uh, So today when I get off the air at 11, I'm taking a a mental break till about Sunday afternoon, which is what I tend to do on, on the weekends and just turn it off, man. You have to. You'll lose your freaking mind. Stare at Lacey. <laughs> hey, hey, let's talk about Joe and the numbers. How come the numbers can't come in at night when we were younger kids? That night we won the election. Because they're going to try. I don't know what they're trying to do, but there's going to be shenanigans. If he's telling us already that there's, you're not going to know right away, it's because maybe he knows something. Or maybe he's just trying to – maybe they're just – not him, but maybe they're playing some kind of weird psychological game where they let you think they're going to cheat, so you think it's not worth going out to vote. I don't know. but Or maybe they actually do try to try to cheat. But it was a very bizarre statement that we're not going to know for a few days. Why would that be? <laughs> you know. Well, thanks for the show, Sean. All right, you're welcome, man. It's the easiest part of my day, man. We'll ban, we'll ban assault weapons. <laughs> we'll protect Social Security and Medicare. We'll pass universal pre-K. We'll restore the child care tax credit. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no, make sure no one, no one ever has an opportunity to steal an election again. <laughs> it's rich coming from him, man. Again? Again? You mean it's okay when the Democrats do it? But like smoking my audience, you bunch of right wing election deniers. You're all so filled with freaking hate and violence. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a break, then we'll go back to the phones. We're kind of freewheeling it today, so whatever's on your brain. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. <laughs> News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Kind of freewheeling it on a Friday, so whatever's on your brain. Ugh! I just saw this from the Daily Wire. Ben Shapiro, former CNN host Rex Chapman, who I guess was in the NBA, it was once ple- he once pled guilty to stealing about fourteen hundred dollars from an Apple store. Yeah, Rex had some issues. Apparently, he thinks Nancy Pelosi is sexy. Ugh, cut. I'll talk about that later. Ooh, eesh. Ugh. Yeah, that's pretty freaking gross. Here's Jeff. How you doing, Jeff? Hey, doing good, Sean. Uh, you know, you were talking about early voting, this being the last day. Well, I think the Democrats are looking forward to late voting. To late voting? <laughs> voting after the election? Numbers <laughs> are in so they can count, all that. <laughs> I think that's what Biden meant, you know, when it says it's going to take a few days because we're going we got to come up with enough ballots after the election to win it. <laughs> we laugh, yeah, but yeah, they're, we're laughing, but it's probably serious. Makes you wonder what happened in 2020. Well, you you election on? denier. You're a threat to democracy. You bet I am. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thanks for the threat to democracy. How dare you election deny? You're election denying. Denial ain't just a damn river in Egypt. There's Dan. Dan, how you doing? Hey, things could be worse. Uh, as for uh, Bozo or Dork and Pyloric Finkster Cortez, I'm with you 100%. <laughs> Jesus is icky, man. They're disgusting. That's one icky chick, man. 
And what about, uh, what's her name, Pelosi? Good look. What? Maybe 80 years ago. Ugh. I don't, know, hey, I don't man, know what kind of drugs is. Be worse. How's that? Uh, look, have you been watching Brad Pitt and Angelina's uh, saga lately? To see what she's done to that poor devil. No, I, I don't really uh, follow that. Gotta, oh man, man! Just, <laughs> I, I, I gotta go. I, I just think Angelina Jolie looks like a real high maintenance, unpleasant person. Here's Matt. Matt, how you doing? Hey, buddy. What's up, man? Hey. Um, so right before the break, you played that little clip from Biden saying. Uh, we'll make sure they never steal an election again. Well, <laughs> either A, he's talking about Hillary and, and Trump, or he's talking about him and Trump. Either way, he's talking. He's a denier. <laughs> but that's a, he, that. yeah, he himself. I mean, well, that's the thing. You know, no Democrats. It's like uh, black people can't be racist, right? Democrats yeah. can't be election deniers, even when they're denying an election. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. Thanks so for the call. You the cat out of the bag right there. Yes, sir. Yep, right. Rock on. One, one more. Here's Cindy. Cindy, how you doing? Hi. Hey, uh, I just, on the on Facebook, I saw where Will Ferrell, and I can't hardly stand to watch any of his movies, is out stumping for Beto. Can you believe it? Well, just because you're in the movies doesn't mean you're smart. <laughs> well, I know. And he's, he is not a very good actor, and he over tries to be funny and he's not i you know i i he's done a couple of things i thought i thought anchorman the first one was funny i thought elf is a great movie but beyond that i have a very low tolerance for will i i pretty much hit my will ferrell quotient for a lifetime yeah Yeah. all right thanks uh let's see uh this guy on this this uh rex chapman guy he's going off on elon musk uh, initially saying that it was just like a gay hookup with the hammer guy. And he, he said, dude married Nancy blanking Pelosi. Kids, grandkids. And then later on, he, he's tweeting his stuff. I don't know if he's tweeting it or he's saying it. Where is he tweeting this? Yeah, he's tweeting this. He's on Twitter. Yeah, and he's uh, <laughs> they all hate Elon, but they're on freaking Twitter talking about how much they hate Elon. He says, I love Nancy Pelosi, full disclosure, like huge crush, huge, from way back. Beautiful, yeah, but big brain, big, big brain, sexy personified. <coughs> my gag reflexes kicked in. Don Morgan, do you think Nancy Pelosi's sexy? No. <laughs> do you want to think about that? Well, if you look back at, I saw a wedding photo. Uh, you know, the day she married Paul. She was beautiful. Beautiful young woman. But as far as being sexy, no, I don't. She's in her 80s. Or she's, you know, she's I, I don't. Yeesh. I don't find that appealing at all. I don't find I mean, that appealing either. I think Mr. Chapman is on some kind of mind-altering drug. Well, he used to be. He's a recovering addict. Oh, is he? Oh, see, yep. I think there's I still think... some floating around in there. Apparently. I, I... I think somebody's relapsed. You know, if, if you're if you're thinking Nancy Pelosi is sexy, you're in the midst of a pretty severe relapse. That's all I'm saying. She was a pretty, and, she was a pretty young lady. Well, in, in all full disclosure, when she was younger, I could see that. So okay. was Hillary. So was ugh, that's true. Hillary was hot. Hey, let me oh, yeah, stop. Cool. When Bill ran for president in '92, what? Yeah, Hillary no. was looking pretty good. No, she yeah, wasn't. Sure. Yes, she was. Freckly and weird, man. No, she's not freckly. And I don't weird. like freckly but, chick. Freckly and weird, man. With Maybe. a big ass, and not the fun kind. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, let me ask you she this. Could, she could dodge a falling light fixture like nobody's business, though. <laughs> she could dodge a lot of stuff pretty yeah, pretty quickly. 
Um, now, Paul Pelosi had a, has, is, is 82 years of age with a skull fracture. And they let him out after a week? Does that seem weird to anybody? A little bit. That's pretty quick, man. My BP clicks into the red just by a few centimeters, and my ass is in the hospital longer than that. I just think I think that's kind of weird that he's he's out so quickly with a fractured freaking skull. Well, you know, what that should tell you is that this is an eighty-something man who's in better shape than you are. I know. Uh, <laughs> I think it was a gay hookup. There, I just said <laughs> oh, no, it. come on. I'm just gonna go ahead and go with it. I think it was a gay hookup that went wrong, man. Oh, come on. I think the hammer vibrated. I think it was a different kind oh, of hammer. No. It's a vibrating hammer. No. That's what I think. <laughs> what is wrong I with you? I just feel like triggering people, man. I just want to you, trigger people. Why hey, would you say that? Democrats, I think it was a gay hookup that went wrong, man. A vibrating I'm with Elon. hammer? It was a vibrating oh, hammer, man. Come on, man. <laughs> What is wrong with you? Why would you say that? Just because it amuses me. Oh, my me. God. I don't really believe that. I'm just being funny, okay? Yeah, but now you bring up the whole you know, vibrating tool chest <laughs> theory. I mean, come on. You are a sick little man. God bless. Hi, I'm, I'm Mr. LaPape. It's tool time, baby. <laughs> you know what time it is? Tool it's time. tool time. What's your name, Paul? Can I come in? No, nope, you have to use the back door there, son. <laughs> Stop it. There's Carrie. <laughs> Carrie. Hi. Hi. I I have a little joke that I don't take credit for. I got it from the news, um, from the Fox News comments. Okay, so two times in the last six months, um, what's the name? Nancy's. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. Nancy yeah, Pelosi. Paul Pelosi has been. Paul Pelosi has been caught in two crime scenes, and both times he was hammered. <laughs> yeah, well, true, true that. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie's here all week. Thank you so much. I got to run. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. The 2022 midterms happen here. News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. You little punk, that's what I'm paying you for. It's it's hammer time, Mr. Pelosi. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA. <laughs> you, you, you can't touch this. I'll touch whatever I want. I'm paying you, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm actually looking at a, a piece from the Daily Mail Mystery of Paul Pelosi hammer attack deepens as new police account reveals how Speaker's husband calmly opened the door to cops after phoning 911, did not reveal he was in trouble, and then walked back towards the intruder who bludgeoned him. This is coming out today. This just came out a few minutes ago. Uh, it's, it's really weird, man. And then there's that phone call, the 911 call, since edited it, right, where he calls him a friend. Yeah, they don't air that part anymore. Who's your daddy? Da- I'm sorry. <laughs> it's TJ. TJ, how you doing? Hi. I'm feeding goats. 
Ah. Hey, I was thinking about, I was thinking about the future, and I was thinking I'm originally from Laredo. So whoever is running in Laredo, I think it's a girl, right? Against uh, against um, what's his name? Oh, where, the guy it, that's been in the Oh, is this Cassie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what if we can put that girl as a vice president for the next election with with Ron DeSantis? Wouldn't that just make them lose their mind? <laughs> Hispanic female thing? Republican, right? Oh, they wouldn't be able to handle that at all. And I'm like, oh, maybe put Cass- Laredo in the mouth or something other than right. smuggling. Smug- I'm sorry, smuggling people and and dope. Right, right. I got to go, TJ. I appreciate the call. Let's go with uh, Ernest. Ernest, how you doing? I'm doing great. I was thinking about this Pauly P thing, and I was, I think it's just some role play that went terribly wrong. <laughs> and, and what they were role playing was uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, God. Thor, Love, and Thunder. <laughs> and, 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 and if Nancy That's has terrible. big brains, uh, they must be under her shirt because I don't know. Ugh, ugh, I don't want to think about what's under her shirt. Yeah, oh, I appreciate so the call. I, you know, I don't want to think about that. It probably smells like cheese and mothballs. I just, I just want to think about it. You're Thor, okay? I'm paying you to be Thor. Hit me with the hammer. Okay, Mr. Pelosi. I just, you know, the the thing, the whole thing just stinks, man. He's out of the hospital already. Now, I, I know what people will say. Well, he's a rich guy, so he because he's got a doctor there. Uh, but you know, now now the cops are saying that he opened the door. He opened the door, and was calm, and then went back in and walked towards this David DePape or whatever, however you pronounce his name. Uh, the whole thing just smells bad, and this and they're using this Paul Pelosi thing as the as the the evidence for how election deniers and MAGA hat wearers are violent people, and this guy was a fat, possibly gay hippie <laughs> who was into BLM, and uh, it just smells, man, it smells bad. So, and I don't think you're being a weirdo, a conspiracy weirdo, if you've got issues with this, because this story changes constantly. We'll be right back. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, ten, uh, five minutes after 10. I'm Sean. <laughs> and we're just talking smack today, and uh, phew, what a week. I'm, I'm, I'm glad this week is winding down. Next week is going to be a CF. I think you know what I mean by that, politically. And early voting is down. You heard Don Morgan re- you know, uh, reporting on that. We've heard this uh, most of the week, but you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. I think a lot of people are waiting for Election Day. I think a lot of people are, and, and and frankly, and we've heard people people have called up and said this. In fact, if you're one of those one of those people, call me up. Are you waiting for election day <clears throat> because you're concerned about your ballot maybe being changed uh, via early voting? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And uh, you know all this talk, and I'll, we'll get into we'll play some audio from this. 
the schmuck over at MSNBC, uh, supposed presidential historian Michael Breschloss, who said, uh, you know, if Republicans win on Election Day, that, you know, eventually future historians will be writing about how they killed our kids, put our kids in jail and killed our kids. Uh, and we we're hearing a lot of this rhetoric, yes, that, uh, man, us Trump supporters, conservatives in general, we're dangerous, we're a threat, we're violent, we're violent. Uh, however, uh, we do have a criminal investigation going on into who shot up the personal residence of North Carolina congressional candidate Pat Harrington. Uh, yeah, he's a Republican. Uh, he, I guess his family was visiting his parents in Hickory, North Carolina. Uh, and somebody shot at his house. Uh, one of the bullets came dangerously close to where his kids were. Where his kids were sleeping. But, you know, it's you and me. We're the violent ones. We're the ones you got to watch, right? We're a threat to democracy. Do we have that dweeb uh, from MSNBC that uh, Michael Beechnot or whatever the hell his name is, Beechloss? And a historian 50 years from now, if historians are allowed to write in this country, and if there are still free publishing houses and a free press, which, which I'm not certain oh, of, God. but if that is true, a historian will say what was at stake tonight and this week was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future, whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed. <laughs> He's going to kill your kids, man. Uh, it's just it's pathetic and shrill, and I'll tell you why. Okay, who's the authoritarian in the room? I mean, effectively, liberals, liberal, the liberal pukage of this country have already shut down a free press by choice. By choice, they become propagandists over true journalists. Uh, who wants to take away your constitutional right to protect yourself? Uh, Democrats. Who wants to take away your free speech? Democrats. Who wants to take away, who, who routinely says the, the Constitution itself is an outdated document written by old, rich, white, racist, slave-owning men, and it's not applicable to today? Who, who, who says that happy crap all the time? Which government under whose control has been working in collusion with social media to suppress your free speech? It's pure fascism. And so listening to all these freaking fascists, like this piece of crap on MSNBC, going off on, oh, there'll be no, there'll be no free press 50 years from now. Historians won't be allowed to write. We'll not, there won't be a democracy in the future. Our kids will be arrested and conceivably killed. We're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system, and it could be a week away. And what do you base this on? What do any of them base this crap on? I'll tell you what they base it on. They base it on the idea that people are so stupid they'll believe this. And you know what? There are a fair amount of them that will and do. We talked to somebody yesterday who believes all this happy crap about the GOP and the election deniers. And they're, they're the authoritarians. They're the fascists. 
It's it's bizarre. It's 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 surreal at this point to hear fascists call guys like me fascists. Because I believe in the Constitution. Because I believe that it's uh, the, the we are the boss of the government. It's it's for the people of the people. Because I believe in pesky notions, outdated notions like personal freedom and liberty. And I resent the fact, and maybe I'm sure you do too, I resent the fact that for political reasons, these people are calling me a racist, and by me, I mean all of us, and saying we're a threat to democracy. They are an inactive threat to democracy. Even though we are a representative republic, not a true democracy to begin with. And it's, it's not lost on me the deep hypocrisy of listening to people who want to shut down as much of your personal freedom as they can possibly shut down and turn this into a fascist state, screaming their brains out because they're about to lose an election big time, that somehow this is going to usher in. The GOP will usher in a brand new era of authoritarianism and fascism. Come on. Do you people not even have the ability to look yourselves in the mirror? Honestly, you're not able to hear yourself. I mean, how do you say this crap out loud knowing that in your heart you would shut down as many personal rights and liberties and parts of the Constitution as you possibly could? I have talked to more Democrats, liberal Democrats over the years who have looked me right in the eye and say they hate free speech. They hate that everyone has a voice. Some opinions just should not be allowed to be heard. And yet these are the same pukes who are now screaming about authoritarianism? (laughs) Based on what? It's sick. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And, 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 and the other thing that I resent is uh, being characterized as a violent person. And again, by me, I mean all of us. That we're violent. We're dangerous. Uh, and meanwhile, again, I've been saying it all week, you got Jane's Revenge out there taking credit for setting churches on fire, firebombing these pregnancy clinics. You got this guy now in North Carolina whose house got shot up. Got an 18-year-old kid who lost his life because some liberal idiot ran him over with his truck. There's a a study that came out from the Trafalgar group. Uh, I was reading about this on Breitbart that uh, about two-thirds of all independents say they believe their friends are afraid to say out loud who they're going to vote for. Uh, I said on Warren Rima earlier uh, that, you know, I've lived in my neighborhood now for about five years, so I've been there through at least one election cycle. And there were political signs all over that neighborhood. You, you know, we don't see, there's not a, I don't think there's a single political sign in my neighborhood. Because people are afraid that their car is going to get vandalized, they're going to get shot up, they're they're going to somebody's going to start lobbing bullets at their place. And baby, that ain't coming from the right. <laughs> that ain't coming from the right in this country. Okay? They have already successfully shut down uh, certain aspects of free speech in this country through threat of violence. Threat of violence. Threat of the FBI, threat of the DOJ, threat of Homeland Homeland Security showing up on your doorstep. 
you know, it's madness. I, I and I again, I, I said this after Biden was going off the other night again on on more of the election deniers, and they're a threat to democracy, and you got to vote all Democrats because all Republicans are a threat to something or a threat to you. And I'm sitting there going, this is this really the United States of America? Is this is this this is the America I grew up in? It's still here, right? This is what we're saying in the year 2022 in this country. It's really become that precarious, this democracy thing. Well, this idea of, of, of our style of government, of a constitutional government, of a representative government, where you are the boss, where I'm the boss, and the government uh, is supposed to be uh, working for us. And here we are, here we, here's the President of the United States of America calling me and everybody who disagrees with him a threat. Never thought, I, never thought I'd see the day, honestly. And I'm being serious. I never thought I'd see this. There, there, there's a whole lot of folks who classically have wanted to change this country into a different kind of a country, a state-centralized or a, a state-centered uh, 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 nation where the government makes every decision for you something more akin to communism or socialism. That's been around for a long time. But it's, it's evolved into outright fascism. Just want to run the whole show. They want to own the whole damn thing. And I don't know what they're capable of uh, between now and Tuesday, but I don't think all the surprises are over. <laughs> My friends, we offer a starkly different version and vision of this country, a vision of a better America. That's within our reach. That's within our hands if we just vote. Oh, God. It's just nauseating. 210-599-5555. Again, we're, we're kind of uh, freewheeling today. It's Friday. I'm tired. You're tired. Got a big week next week, so whatever's on your brain. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. It's time to fall back. Whoa. <laughs> fall back. I freaking hate the time change. They just leave it alone, man. You be careful over there. You could have accidentally fallen. It's time to fall back. Whoa. Here's Tommy. Tommy, how you doing? Good, Sean. Good, Sean. God bless you. I hope you're doing well. I was thinking about you at the Elton John concert. I was looking forward to it, but I was in row 15. So at the oh, end wow. of the concert, they were. That was a great show, like, man. I'm, no, I mean, it was great, but I'm not the kind of guy to be in a big crowd where people are right. pushing your back. And, you know, so I watched the end of the, uh, when he walked away, I was in the balcony watching it. I was, I'm getting out of there. But anyway, <laughs> it was a great show. Uh, I, hate to, I hate to throw such a heavy subject on, you know, at the end of the week, but. Uh, I am a conservative, uh, definitely pro-life. Uh, I come from a family that's exactly the opposite. Uh, my mother, at the age of 89, I'm 56. My mother, at the age of 89, is possibly, I think, going to vote Republican for the first time in wow. her life. But I, but but I need to make sure none of my siblings are in the house because they can't hear what I'm talking with her about because they'll talk her out of it. So. I finally got her to where she's not watching mainstream media. <laughs> I will get off and I will get off the phone and ask you the high points 
of what I should tell her in my conversation besides pro-life, because uh, I actually heard from you. It was your voice on the radio that told me that they overturned uh, the roadway thing, and I spent three days crying. Mm. But I cried in front of my mom, um, and she said I agree. So high points of what I should tell her, and I'll let you speak. No, Thank oh, you. God bless sure. You. All right, God bless you. They, you know, I mean, if I'm saying if I'm talking to somebody who's always voted Democrat, and they're considering voting Republican. All you have to do is list off what's taken place over the past two years. Really, I mean, just keep it real. Uh, you know, I mean, in two years we were energy independent. We were paying uh, what a, barely two dollars a gallon, not even right, a buck twenty-five at one point, I think, or was it two twenty-five a gallon? Uh, national average was around two thirty-nine. Around two thirty-nine in Texas, we were at like one ninety-three. One ninety-three. So we're we're paying barely anything for gas. We're not beholden to anybody for our energy needs. Uh, we we had a secure border. And uh, in two years, okay, we have no southern border. Entire towns are being destroyed. Uh, we're losing about 300, roughly 300 young people a day through all the fentanyl that's coming into the, uh, coming into the country. Uh, we, we are in a recession. I mean, I, I don't, we, we are. <laughs> we, we went uh two quarters in a row and more than that now with uh you know with uh with uh our our economy in the negative most econom- economists who are being honest are saying it's going to get worse at the beginning of the year uh you know you, you just got, they're, we're they're teaching sex stuff and transgendered stuff uh to to little kids in the in the school system I mean, you really, all you got to, really, if I'm trying to convince anybody, I'm just going to tell them the truth about what's going on. No cash bail. No cash bail. Crime is off the charts. I know what you're hearing from the left right now is that's just a talk. That's a, that's a Republican scare tactic. No, I know people in Baltimore. I know people in D.C. who have contacted me and said it's so bad I can't leave my house. Crime is off the charts. And a lot of these folks are people who are already in the system but were let go because of these progressive DAs and progressive prosecutors. You know, things are sucking really bad right now. Uh, sucking really, really bad. So I, all you really have to do if you, if you want to make the case to anybody who's always voted Democrat but they're actually considering it is just list off the stuff that I just mentioned. Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? Good morning, fascist. Or is it horrible? <laughs> I'm a fascist a election denier. Uh, I, I don't know what to call you. You've, you've got so many names. I do. I'm a racist. Prince, Gumby. So what do you think? What do you think? What am I thinking? You know, you remember a couple of months ago in a couple, that the surge of immigrants coming from Central and South America on buses and this and that and hundreds of thousands of them coming. How did they afford to come up here? That's a fair question. I don't know. You were just talking about the, uh, you know, the DAs, like our local DA who got millions to get elected from Mr. Uh, what's his name? Soros? Yeah. Yeah, Soros is about that in getting these these DAs elected. Then what happens is uh, 
crime goes up where these guys are because they let people out uh, who really- should be uh, kept inside the system, in, inside a cage. They let them out, and they go out, and they, re- they commit more crimes, sometimes worse. There was this guy in New York that was on video beating the crap out of his wife. They let that guy go, and he runs her down with a car and shoots her in the head in front of her kids. Yet, and 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 also all these hundreds and thousands of people that set buildings on fire, cars on fire. Oh God, right during the George Floyd thing, right? But you know, you or I or any other normal American that does not pay their traffic ticket, uh, whatever kind of ticket, they're going to send the popo after you and arrest you <laughs> and put you in jail. And you know, all those. Well, they want to put us in jail at this point for just what we think and what we say. Exactly. But, you know, all those immigrants that were coming and they were waiting at the border, did you notice on the news? Oh, I don't know if you watch the news, but they were laying in Biden tents. Well, yeah, but the, the other weird thing, we Trey brought this up yesterday, that uh, we have all these folks in Venezuela that are coming across the border and they've got massive Venezuelan flags. Where mm-hmm. the hell did they get that? They didn't, they didn't drag that all the way uh, from Venezuela. And then they're actually attacking our our border agents with these flagpoles. I mean, something you know, somebody's paying for something here. <laughs> Here's a funny thing. I mean, kind of strange. I don't. I know you can't walk very much anymore, and you know you don't do miles and miles and miles. No, no. But you know how long it would take to walk from Central or South America right. to the border of the United States, and they get here in a matter of weeks. No, something's something's. They're being helped somehow. I got to run, man. I appreciate the call. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. The twenty twenty two midterms. Stay connected and informed. Newstalk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. Final few moments of the show. So whatever's on your brain, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. How are you feeling going into the weekend before the election? How do you feel about North Korea? Uh, How do you feel about uh, Paul Pelosi? Was it a gay hookup gone wrong? Was it a vibrating hammer? 210-599-5555. Whatever's on your brain. Oprah has endorsed John Fetterman. Does anybody care about Oprah anymore? Is she like still an influence on people? I don't really think she is. I think those dumb chicks on the View have more influence at this point than Oprah does. I think Oprah's. I mean, she's still got everything. She's still got her freaking empire and all that stuff. But I, I, I don't think. Does, do people hang on Oprah's word at this point? I don't think so. But she's. Uh, She's, uh, uh, you know, endorsing John Fetterman. Well, that's shocking. <laughs> I thought her and Oz were friends. I thought they were, too, but I guess no more. Uh, what else? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Also, yeah, we're, we're falling back. It's the time change weekend. Uh, I don't know why we bother continuing to do this. There's no real reason for it now. Uh, I have to stare at my car clock, you know, being an hour off for six months out of every year because I can never freaking figure out how to change it. <laughs> so let's just, just make it stop, please. At some point, let's just make it stop. And uh, and also, uh, as we are going into the uh, election, our, I, I had asked this earlier. I think a lot of people are probably doing this. This is the last day 
uh, for early voting. Did you early vote, or are you specifically waiting for Election Day because you're you're concerned uh, about uh, uh, somebody messing with your vote uh, in the early voting? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I don't know if I'm going to get the vote today or not. We we we've just had so much crap to do this week. That every day that's rolled around, we just haven't been able to make it. And we, we can vote right down the street. There's a school right down the street where we can go vote. So I don't know if we're doing it today or if we're just going to wait till Tuesday. I'm cool with it either way. We have the Jefferson High reunion tonight. <laughs> Which I'll be at. And uh, as you know, my wife uh, graduated with uh, Walk and Hools. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if either the Castro boys show up. I doubt it. Seriously doubt it, but we'll see. And the Astros uh, kicked ass the past two nights. Uh, Saturday night uh, is the is the final, well, hopefully the final game, because if they win Saturday night, they win the whole damn thing, and that would make me very happy because I paid over $30 for an Astros hat online, and uh, I'd like it to be worth uh, 30 bucks. Here's Jesse. Jesse, how you doing? I'm doing good. What are you thinking? Well, I just want to say I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but, you know, uh, I got common sense, and uh, I just think the Democrats are stuck on stupid, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I think they're stuck on stupid and corrupt in equal measure. (laughs) I agree 100%. How do you think it's going to go on Tuesday? You uh, hoping for a red wave? Are you feeling it? Or do you think uh, there might be some nonsense with the vote? What? I don't trust those guys, those Democrats. I mean, like what they did in 2016 I don't, or 2020, I don't trust right. them. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely pulling for the red wave. To, I think to, we're going to be surprised. And I, I, and I appreciate the call, man. I, I, I really think we're going to be surprised. Uh, and, I, again, I, I looked at this uh, this uh, poll I saw earlier on Breitbart from the Trafalgar, 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 whatever the hell, that group. And it said, uh, found that two-thirds of all independents, and you need independents to win an election, the two-thirds of all independents in the country right now believe their friends are not telling people who they're going to vote for because they're afraid. I think uh, there's a whole lot of folks out there on Election Day who are going to vote Democrat, but they're not going to tell anybody they're voting, or I'm sorry, vote Republican, but they're not going to tell their Democrat friends they're voting Republican. Because the, the the worry about being targeted is a very real thing in the country right now. That's why I said, you know, a little while ago, I don't see any political signs in my neighborhood. That's weird. It's not the norm. Uh, I think people are, uh, especially if you are a Democrat who's planning on voting uh, Republican uh, this time out, you, you don't want your friends to know that. Even though, you know what, maybe your friends are thinking the same damn thing. So I think there's a lot of people out there who are being quiet or they're not being truthful about who they're really going to vote for. If they're a Democrat and they're, they're talking to a pollster, uh, that doesn't mean that we need to take the, the election for granted. That doesn't mean that we have to assume it's going to be a red wave. We still got to get out there and do it. And for early voting, the numbers are down. But again, uh, we, we could say that that might have something to do with people just waiting for Election Day instead of doing the early voting because of concerns about the legitimacy of it.
Oh, there I go again. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an election denier. Oh, God, holy crap! I'm an election denier. I, I'm a threat to democracy. I'm so hate-filled and racist, denying elections. I told you earlier about. I mean, this was laughable. CBS, so one of their on their stupid morning show, had uh, you know a metric for what makes you an election denier. You know, if you had issues with 2016, if you had issues or not 2016, if you had issues with 2020, you're an election de- election denier. If you agreed or supported the lawsuit out of Texas to overturn the results of that election, you're an election denier. And understand, if you're an election denier, you're a threat. You're a bad person. You're dangerous. That's what the president said the other night. So uh, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. I mean, I I do believe we're going to do better than we think. But I'm, I'm loath to even say that because I don't want people assuming uh, that uh, they don't need to get out there and, and, and do their part because you still got to go out there and make it happen. And we're going to. We're going to make it happen. You know why? This stinking country cannot survive another two years of this crap. And uh, I would suspect most of you already know that. <laughs> we just There's no way, man. We got to turn this around. Well, these scumbags are going to take over the whole shebang. They're going to continue to run this country into a brick freaking wall so they can then rebuild it in their own image. And that's it for me for this week. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, uh, James Trevino, uh, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Get out there and vote. Bye.